everyone. Welcome to the Wised Up podcast presented by Wyzetta Community Ed. I'm your host, Zach Nelson, and today I'm joined by Becky Pearson, the president of the Greater Wyzetta Area Chamber of Commerce. Becky, how are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm good. How is the isolation going through all of this? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a learning process. It's getting better, I think, each day. I've I've changed locations within my house and set up in a different area now just to get a little variety, but um, it's going, it's going well. It's, you know, probably as best it could be expected. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're going to talk all things Wyzetta area with Becky, um, learn a little bit about the history and some things that they're doing in the present and some things that we can perhaps look forward to. So Becky, could you share a little bit about yourself, uh, your family, and the ties to the Wyzetta community? Sure. Um, I would say my I've got uh, a lifetime of ties with the community. I actually grew up um, in this in this area, um, living in my parents' house. We bought it from them a number of years ago, so I'm I'm living in now working in the same house that I've been in. Um, off and on, of course, for since I was three years old. So um, I grew up in Wyzetta, graduated from Wyzetta High School, um, also married a Wyzetta grad. So um, my husband, Chris, he went to Oakland. I went to Greenwood and um, both graduated. Um, well, I won't go into the year, but graduated from Wyzetta. We both, uh, we've got a couple of kids that have also now been through the Wyzetta district um, who are now young adults living in the, the Twin Cities area. So um, very well connected, um, have, again, have always worked in the Plymouth Wyzetta area as well. And then um, uh, about just over seven years ago, then moved into my current role at the Chamber of Commerce in Wyzetta. So um, have been there now for a number of years. So Wyzetta and the area has always been my playground and school. And now Wyzetta specifically has become my full-time work area for the, for the first time. So that's been a fun transition as well. Can you tell us about the role of the chamber and how it interacts with the business community? Sure. I mean, chambers in general are um, membership organizations that really focus on their members and supporting business efforts. So that's in general, um, you know, what all members or chambers are intended to do. The, um, I think each of them, though, also have a little bit of their own focus, kind of their own personality, I would say, from what I have learned now um, being in this industry, industry for a number of years. So, you know, my feeling is for the Greater Wyzetta Area Chamber of Commerce um, is that we've got a, a very unique kind of a neat balance between um, our business members as well as the community. Um, I think largely because we are we office in a in Wyzetta that is very much of a destination it's also I think very much of a kind of a hometown for for people in the area um, in the greater area um, as well as our businesses so um, we've just kind of got a unique mix I think in our um, in our chamber so um, you know our, our mission technically is um, to be a positive force in our community um, promoting connecting and supporting our members so um, those are the things that we focus on every day and, um, um, and try to make a difference and in, in support our businesses in just a variety of ways. How many members do you have and what does it mean to be a member? Uh, we've got about 425 members. And again, because we're the Wazetta area, we've got probably about oh, a little over half of those members are businesses that are within Wazetta 
proper, um, but we've got um, many members that are outside the, the Wyzetta area, as I said, you know, that they kind of feel that connection to Wyzetta, but work outside of, of Wyzetta. So um, they, um, I think as a, as a member, what you are able to do is to really just take, um, become, receive benefits that the, the chamber tries to accomplish it. It's really a feeling of being a part of something. Um, I think our chamber is really very much about connecting and building relationships. And I know that's sort of a slang term that, you know, that um, is probably overused. But um, I think what's unique about ours is because of that, that common physical area and that love of Lake Minnetonka and the, and the surrounding community, um, people do generally really feel much more of a, I think, a personal connection versus just some of the typical, you know, kind of hard business networking. I mean, we, of course, have those opportunities, but, um, but we'll, what we try to do as a chamber is to provide as many unique ways that a member can connect, whether it's from one-on-one -on -one, um, opportunities that we help facilitate to connecting on Lake Street in one of our largest community events, um, you know, every fall. So I think that's, um, uh, so we, we, I think because of that mixture of connections that we provide and the different type of events that we provide is, is very unique um, in what the members and businesses can expect to be a part of. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit more about some of the events you hold in the community, such as JJ Hill Days? We have been, we've been in the community actually for um, almost 75 years. So it's a, a long-standing chamber. So we, we've got a lot of history and, and people. So that, that has been great. Um, but we, one of the, the things that, as I said, you know, we've got a nice mixture of community and business support. Um, and we've got three major community events that we, that we um, produce every year. And I think those are, are some of the, um, you know, kind of the heart and soul weekends sometimes for the for the community and for our members as well. So um, the three big ones that we do is one, the Chili Open. Um, that's been around for almost 40 years and it's a crazy weekend in February where we invite golfers and golfers register and um, we've got about 1700 golfers that come out and they golf on three nine hole courses on frozen Lake Minnetonka. They enjoy some music and entertainment and chili contest in the 19th hole tent, which is a warm tent. Um, so that's something that, that we do. And that grew out of a chamber members years ago that were looking for a way to get together and do something in the winter months that we've got. And um, so a crazy idea came, came to that group and they pull it together and we've been doing it ever since. So that's one. Um, about 15 or so, maybe a little bit over years ago, then we also, um, the chamber looked at a, trying to maybe bring some people together again earlier in the summer. Um, it was at a time when art shows were very popular and popping up around. So um, that then birthed the Wyzetta Art Experience. And so that's um, beautiful, fine art show that, um, we get about 100 artists that come out and we've got a mixture also with some music and food that people can enjoy while they're doing their shopping around the lake street um, so that's a been a great event and a new addition newer addition compared to some of the others and then our largest and probably the one that's most well known is um, james j hill days and that's always the weekend after labor day um, and again that one has been going on since 1975 and um, that brings in 
boy, I don't know, thousands and thousands of people. It has grown and changed and evolved over the years. I mean, we've got kind of a blueprint that we primarily have stayed within at this point. You know, the city has restrictions, of course, on how, how um, broad we can go, but uh, we try to mix it up and change things and bring in new things to keep it fresh. Um, so many people call it the, you know, the Wayzata State Fair because it's got, um, sometimes it'll have big, big national music associated with it, um, carnivals and lots of food trucks and those kind of things. So, um, but I think what's, what's great about all of these is, is the, um, again, it's the connections that people feel when they're walking, walking around or participate in the event. Um, and what's unique also to, I would say, chamber members is this is just, this is um, a few examples of some of the ways that members can get involved in the events, which sometimes they wouldn't be able to do if they weren't a part of the chamber, um, you know, be able to sponsor and um, promote themselves, volunteer, um, team building, you know, many different things that can be done um, in a large event like that, that you can't always do if it's just member events. So that's the, again, kind of that nice unique mix that mm -hmm. we've got between members and communities. You touched on it a little bit earlier, why Zeta is unique for businesses given its close proximity to Lake Minnetonka, um, you know, even some lake views from offices. Can you tell us a little bit about the uh, Panaway project and how the chamber is involved in that project? Sure, yeah, and well done on, on referring to it as Panaway on Wyzetta Bay because it's, um, that's a, a newer um, name that they're at the point right now in that project which has been a you know it's a 10-year project that's been led by the city of Wyzetta um, and they are at a point now where this year all of the the planning and things that they have been working on for years and the community engagement that has been going on trying to determine exactly what that future of this this special area connected right on Lake Minnetonka um, what that should be and so now that they're at the point where the construction is starting to happen this year and so at that point um, there was a thought that we needed to move from what was called the lake effect and that was sort of that you know the planning phasing of the event of the project and now um, now has moved into the actual construction that will continue on now for a number of years um, and now it's been named the Panaway and Wyzetta Bay, which is, you know, now that long-term vision, um, trying to be a, it's, it came out of a kind of a made-up word of panoramic and Wyzetta. So it's intended to um, mark that area of the of Wyzetta right on Lake Minnetonka and the, the new and wonderful connections that will come out of that. So um, it's a long, as I said, long-standing project. I mean, years and years ago, people have been talking about wanting to have a boardwalk along the the lake and um, so that's been something that has kind of been in everybody's hearts and dreams for some time and that is certainly a part of what the vision is of Panaway um, but right now it is starting with um, a specific section right on um, Lake Street it's going to be an improvement of the lake it's going to be changing a um, right now what has been an area of a parking um, right at Lake Street and Broadway, that will be shifting and moving into a, a park area, green space. Um, the street will be reconfigured a little bit. The um, sidewalk and the walkability will be enhanced. So it's a, it's a you know, just a wonderful um, improvement to what people will experience when they're down in Wyzetta in the future. And um, 
um, and we're getting after it right now. So right now it's a little a little challenging because things are starting to close. The construction's being done this year and um, uh, on the street and in that park area. Um, but the plan is that that will be finished up by um, the fall. So by James J. Hill days, we hope that it can be um, fully fully open and wonderful for everybody to enjoy at that point. So um, the uh, some of the the funding and there are many partners that are involved in in the Panaway project. Um, and so there are, um, and there's also a Wyzetta Conservancy, which is a, a funding arm that the city has put together that will be raising um, and helping to identify private funding. So it's really a kind of a combination of um, funding that is going into the overall project. Um, the, the aspect that's being built out this year is, um, is set and the city is providing um, funding along with some other partners that are involved in it the future development that will be coming out of it based on the plans right now will be done um, based on just the, the um, funding that comes from, from um, private funding. So um, when, and, when and how that will happen is undetermined right now, but at least we know that we've got this, this first phase that's going to be taken care of this year. Um, in terms of our involvement for the chamber, um, we are certainly in support of anything that helps, um, helps the Wayzata become a great destination that residents can enjoy, visitors can enjoy and come in and support our local businesses. Um, so we are, our effort is really just to try to stay very involved, very engaged, knowledgeable on what's going on with the project, share that information, be able to provide some perspective. If people have questions or um, concerns about it, we can talk through those kind of um, concerns and, and um, and just try to, to really be uh, a way for people to understand and, and learn more about it. Um, so th those are you know some of the key things that we mm -hmm. is our involvement right now. Yeah, sounds like a great project. And uh, there's some great renderings online mm -hmm. um, of mm -hmm. what it could look like. And it looks just absolutely beautiful, mm -hmm. like a great space for people. Yeah, I think the, the hope is that even though it's going to be a challenge that some of the the normal ways that the space has been used is going to be changing, but um, you know the, the vision is that hopefully it'll be a wonderful um, a wonderful place for people just to gather and and enjoy the community. So, so we're going to transition a little bit to the the elephant in the room, so to speak, um, the coronavirus. How has the chamber's work changed due to uh, this virus and this pandemic? Well, it's it's. I mean, we are a we are a small business in town, and so we are feeling um, the same impact that others are um, in terms of being able to operate the way we usually do. So we we're not an essential business, um, but we want to support our businesses as as much as we possibly can. So we have we have had to close our office, um, work remotely. You and I are having this conversation via Zoom now. Um, mo all of our chamber events, all of our chamber team meetings, committees, all of those things are now being done virtually. So um, we have we have jumped into that world as, as everybody else has. So um, what we're trying to do, however, is continue to um, encourage uh, membership members to connect by providing again a variety of ways to do it. So um, we have gone on, um, we have scheduled and become trying to become 
clear on how to utilize Zoom, and so we have created events and those kinds of things just as we ordinarily would um, rather than in person. Now we're just doing it via Zoom. So those are the transition that we've just gone into virtual at this point. <clears throat> so how are you supporting chamber businesses through all of this? Um, we are um, trying to do everything that we have always done in the past just in a virtual way. So much of the communications, um, we are still communicating as much as we always have with our members. We're still providing weekly communications that um, we share even to a wider audience. Um, any um, events, which are all changing now too for our members, um, but any kind of promotions and ads that members have that they wanna share, all of those things are still in place. Um, we've created a Facebook group where we try to continually um, push out the need to support local businesses during this time. Um, we've put out challenges on that. So we've been identifying, um, for example, a challenge of 12 things that everybody can do to try to support our businesses from donating blood, purchasing gift cards, um, reaching out to businesses, asking how they can help, um, encouraging people to um, order food locally, um, don't ask for refunds, write a card to your, your um, favorite spots and businesses, tip generously. So a number of things that people can do and, and encouraging people to even come up with other creative ways. Um, trying to reach out to members to see how they're doing, listen to what their needs are. We've done some sharing where if we've had some businesses that are in need, that are essential businesses that are in need of equipment or help, um, that we have been able to identify some other businesses that have those kinds of supplies that don't need them. Um, we have tried to connect uh, members if they are not necessarily, um, if they're essential businesses, but they hadn't necessarily taken the step to figure out a way to do it in a new, in a new normal. We've tried to connect members together so they can learn from each other. Um, so um, many of the same ways that we always try to be a, a connector, but just having to do it differently. Mm -hmm. Do you think there'll be any changes to the business community that will see adopted into the future as we hopefully sooner rather than later come out of this virus and pandemic? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I think that's something that the, you know, the world, the United States are trying to figure out what will that normal be. Um, you don't know if we will go back to everything the way it was. And if that's the case, um, you know, I think the businesses will follow suit. But if, if what I suspect, we all need to be just a little bit more aware of, of how, we, how we move about in our daily lives, I would, I would assume, and I already hear businesses thinking out of, outside the box on how they could do di things differently, whether it's um, how they are packaging things or how, they're, how they are, how they are meeting people in, with their services, whether it's in their, um, in their particular storefronts, if there's a, a way to do it some, you know, that people would be more comfortable being in there or safely being a part of um, being in with other people. So, you know, I, I feel like there's, we're, we've, we're sort of close in right now and we haven't been, we've had to completely step away from our normal. Um, I feel like there will probably be an interim where we're all going to be testing what that, that new, what that newness will be. 
And what I don't know is if that will then be the forever normal or if, um, or if eventually we'll be able to um, swing back to where we were before. But I do know that the businesses are, uh, they are certainly willing and interested in being able to provide all the same services they, that they have done in the past in a safe way um, for themselves, for their employees, and just trying to get back, back open um, so we can keep the economy moving, and, um, but in a safe way for everybody. So switching gears to now something a little more positive. <laughs> if someone has been thinking about opening a business in Wysetta, mm -hmm. what words of advice would you have for them? Do it. Don't be hesitant. Um, it's a it's a great community to be in. Um, I would say the, um, the I, my my suggestion, I guess, would be to get in touch with a a business and a chamber member that is in your industry or something that's close. Um, maybe something that's in your industry and then outside too. But I would definitely say. Um, where I have seen this successfully happen is where people make a connection to a, an existing business um, that they can then learn what they have um, and get some tips and heads up and that kind of a thing. And the reason I say um, a suggestion would be to, to get with a, a chamber member is that I think that those businesses that are a part of the chamber, they really get it. They understand that they are part of a, a larger community that yes, what they are doing within their own business is very important, but they also have a whole concept of we all rise together. And then in order to be successful um, and really help to grow and, and develop your business, it's about becoming a part of that network and um, investing in, you know, not only your own business, but investing in the community. And um, and that's something that that people do as a as a chamber. So I think I think being able to connect with some people that sort of are of that mindset would be a great thing to do um, for anybody that's looking to get into get into the community and certainly contacting us. We're always happy to talk with people too. What are your hopes for the city of Wyzetta and the business community over the next 10 years? Well, I mean, our, our vision is that we always want to elevate the experience of the Wyzetta area. We consider it a charming destination, embracing Lake Minnetonka where the businesses in the community thrive together. So my my hope is that that will that will not change. I think that's a, a great um, a great mix that is has been successful for us as a destination and as a business community. Um, we don't we don't necessarily do it officially, but we like to say sometimes that um, that there's what's unique about why that is it's where Mayberry meets Manhattan, May, where Mayberry meets Manhattan. Um, you know, it's got the man, the the Mayberry, the small town. Everybody knows each other, kind of a thing. But yet, we've got some incredible um, business in in the Wyzetta community. So um, that's that's something that I think is is unique and very special about us. And so I hope that that continues. I hope that our storefronts are filled um, and thriving. That that the Panaway project is. Um, the construction part of it is behind us and we're enjoying just a wonderful um, place on the shores of Lake Minnetonka, which is what people have been doing for years and years and years. I mean, people have been gathering here back in the steamboat days and when there were hotels all around the lake. So um, so it's it's almost getting back to some of those original things that where, where we can really thrive that way. So um, those are some of the things I guess is what, what my hope is for the future. Yeah. 
So if you want to learn more about the Wyzetta area, what it means to be a chamber member, anything related to Wyzetta area businesses, the Panaway project, some of the stuff that you can do to help businesses and support businesses during this time, I encourage you to visit wyzettachamber.com. You can also get a hold of Becky and other chamber members there if you have questions or want to reach out or just find a way that you can help help everyone get through this time or we're looking forward optimistically. Um, I can tell you from experience, it's a great place to visit um, any time of year, but especially during the summer um, when, when the you know, lake is, is flowing and people are filling the area. It's, it's truly a, a really great place to visit. Well, I appreciate that plug. Yeah. And, and when, when, when we are open again, we, um, we actually office in the historic depot. So we love it if people can pop in there and say hello um, when we're back to being able to do that again. But in, in the interim, um, just some of the things that we talked about, but even more, um, we've, we do have a, a new website that we have um, been trying to put a lot of COVID information right, right up front. And um, so I would encourage people in this virtual time of our lives to, um, to go to wisetachamber.com to, to um, find information and help identify businesses and things during this. Becky, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks again to Becky for coming on the podcast today. If you have any questions about anything Becky talked about, or if you want to learn more about the Panaway Project, some of the events happening in the Wyzetta area, or you want to get in contact with Becky or anyone at the Chamber, please visit wyzettachamber.com. Please visit our community at LEO site to register for our online classes we have going on now. We have many youth and adult offerings that you won't want to miss. Visit wyzetta.ce.leo.com. Again, wyzetta.ce.eleyo.com. Thanks again for listening, and we will talk to you Friday.